When the scales tip into Libra, the wheel turns once again, into the harvest season of fall, as the summer comes to an end. With gratitude we hail the earth for all she has bestowed, and balance ourselves for the winter ahead, now turning inward to grow. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Welcome back, sisters, misters, witches, wizards, all my magical freaks and geeks and peeps. Welcome back to Magic Moon Phase. My name is Kitty, your super rad cosmic coach, and you are awesome, as always, for listening to these airwaves. Thank you for your subscribes and your support and your listens and your shares. And if you know somebody who wants some good vibes in their ear, let them know about this podcast. If you're looking for some flavor in your ear, let them know about Magic MF, yo, magicmf.com. So I'm coming at you on a new microphone, so I hope it sounds real nice to your earpiece. Let me know uh, if you dig it, yeah, if you dig, dig it. And I'm coming out with a, a really quick, a little cosmic quickie, per usual. but this one isn't as cosmic as usual. This one is actually all about the autumn equinox or the season of fall, the happiest season of fall. Fucking love fall. So let's rock and roll into the autumn equinox right away, baby. This is a time when the scales tip into Libra, as I mentioned in the intro poem, or little uh, ditty, kitty ditty in the in the front of the episode. I love those, by the way. If you dig them, let me know. Holla, holla at your girl. The autumn equinox is when the scales are tipping into Libra. So when the sun moves into Libra, it is the time when the autumn equinox is here, or what we also know as Maybon. Maybon! And this also signifies to me, and also astrologically, that the year is half done. Honey bun. So from Aries to the end of Virgo is the first half of the astrological year. And then, of course, from Libra to the end of Pisces is the second half of the year. And right now is the time where the dark is equal to the light. The days and the nights are both equal, and it is a great time to once again find a new balance. The autumn equinox symbolizes the time of the year when we are called to start looking at our dark places, to go inward and do more reflective inner work rather than the work in the farms, in the fields, or in our outer worlds when the sun is at its peak. So now as we get into the winter months, moving into the fall season, into the winter months, this is going to be a time to spend with yourself. Why not, you know, get deep and dark with yourself. So then when the light comes back, you can be even more bright with your badass. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to jump right into it. We have a lot of things about altars and some rituals and things like that. But it is moon-wise, lunarly, if we're looking for the lunar tuner, it is the time when the astrological calendar moves into the sign of the scales or of Libra, which is the only sign that is not an animal or a um, human type which is pretty cool, you know, fun fact for you. So the altar that we're looking at for fall, Mabon, 
the autumn equinox, Maybon, whichever you would like to call it, we are looking at the beautiful, think of the fall foliage, the golds and the maroons and the reds and the oranges and yellows, all those fiery, beautiful, you know, just fall colors that you know, make you feel like you're swimming in pumpkin spice. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of pumpkin, you might want to, on your altar, put pumpkins or apples or gourds or anything that symbolizes harvest. As we are looking at the autumn equinox, it is also a time, Mabun is the time to celebrate and give thanks for what we have received, what we already have to then therefore send out those wom 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 woms with the attitude of gratitude that then brings us more of what our soul desires. Yeah? So if we share the love and we give thanks and we show this attitude of gratitude and say, Gaia, thank you for this harvest. Thank you for this food. Thank you for this bounty. Thank you for this cornucopia of coolness that I get to call my life. That is when you then receive, because you sent out such a beautiful loving, vibrant frequency, you then receive that frequency in return. That's how it works. The law of receptivity and the law of attraction, really. So if we're looking at your altar, what do we want to attract and what do we want to give thanks for and what do we want to really tell the universe and the earth below our feet how grateful we are? So some apples, pumpkins, apples, peaches, pumpkin pie. Maybe some gourds, maybe, as I mentioned, some acorns, nuts, seeds, um, corn, wheat. Wheat would be great, especially since we are coming off of the Virgo sun season as well. Also some black and white candles, anything that symbolizes balance, yin and yang, uh, or the stag symbol might be a nice one. Some other ones that we could do are a cornucopia, as I mentioned. Cornu, standing for horn. And copia, standing for of plenty. The horn of plenty. And that's really what we're symbolizing here, uh, is that we are given so much. And we are living in a state and a universal source abundance at all times. So what is it about the abundance that you are grateful for? And then you will receive even more. Some fall leaves would be great. Um, also a besom uh, or a what other people might know of as a broom. A besom would be a great thing to make or uh, put on your altar as well. And we'll get into that with some rituals. Uh, your gems. If you wanted to put some gems or use specific gems during this season, citrine, amethyst, carnelian is a good one. A tiger's eye, amber, and lapis lazuli would be also fantastic. Some goddesses, if you wanted to dig in a little bit to uh, some stories around this holiday, maybe the story of Persephone and how she retreats into the underworld and how her mother, Demeter, is, you know, trying to find her. And, and I would definitely recommend and suggest uh, Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, by Liv, the Greek mythology geek. I love that podcast. So shameless plug for Liv. I love that podcast. But looking up Persephone and the story of how she goes down to her husband Hades, and that is when we have winter, and then all of a sudden spring comes again. I'm not going to explain it to you because I don't do it as good as Liv. Or look it up in a book. Uh, but it's a beautiful story. And uh, Pomona is a great one as well. The goddess of fruiting trees and apples. Apples meaning wisdom. If you cut an apple in uh, half instead of from top to bottom, you cut it in half. It actually has a beautiful five-pointed star symbolizing, of course, the five elements. 
Um, and then also some dark deities, maybe Hecate or, um, you know, even Hades. Anyone that symbolizes death, transformation, rebirth, things along those lines would be great to call in. Or whatever deities that you work with, because take what you want and leave the rest, is what I always say. Some scents, if you wanted to diffuse some certain scents during this season, cinnamon, clove, oak, sage, myrrh, frankincense, pine, and cedar would be great on your altar as well. Now, that's all I have for altar things. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, just a couple more. Hold on. I got a couple more. Some, uh, a bowl full of butter and milk. For the fairies, either you can leave that on your indoor altar or if you have an outdoor altar or even making an outdoor altar might be nice for this season. Fairies love butter and milk in a bowl. If you want to maybe throw a little sugar in there, it'd be nice. Yeah, maybe twice, twice nice. Herbs to use for your altar could be rosemary, rose hips, thistle, tabaki, sunflower, or chamomile. Also, those sunflowers will make some sun discs or some solar discs for birds. We'll get into that ritual as well. Um, and some animals. If you wanted to throw in some animals on your altar or, you know, work with the animal energies. The stag, as I also mentioned earlier, blackbird, owl, eagle, salmon, snake, and wolf. So if uh, you wanted to rock and roll on that altar, send me some pictures of your altars. I love seeing your altar setups, witches and wizards, sisters and misters, boys, girls, diamonds, pearls. Holla at your girl at magicmf.com or magicmoonphase, F-A-Z-E at gmail.com. Now, what are some things that you can do, be, do, be, do to rock and roll your flat ass right into the feels and the season of fall? So some really quick things to do to plug in might be, as I mentioned, making solar discs. Take some sunflowers and hang them out in the trees for the birds. For the birds! And in doing that, you are symbolizing, you know, thank you for the sunlight. Uh, we are we are absolutely reflecting on what you've given us here in the outer time of the year, and now we are working on the inner time of the year. How about a gratitude list? You can start a gratitude list today and then add something to it. Uh, up until Yule, that's a good one. Add something every day, or you can just go hamma bamma shalamma bam and do all of the things you're gratitude grateful for right away. And either one doesn't matter. You can do a bang and gratitude list and then still add to it every day because there are things to be thankful for every day, right? Because we're being positive on purpose. When negativity is natural, you have to pop and be positive on purpose. You're welcome. You're welcome. So making a gratitude list uh, would be a great one, as well as you can put that gratitude list in the gratitude pouch that we have coming up for a ritual here soon. Stay tuned. Uh, purge and clean your home if you haven't already with the Virgo sun season. Gather some food and give it to a local food shelf with gratitude, of course. Baking some bread or some pies with the abundance of grains and fruits and things that you've harvested now from the fields. This is the second of three harvest festivals. Um, and also potentially, as I mentioned, making an outdoor altar, press some flowers that may be dying outside of, you know, outdoors, pull them in and press them, make them a part of your apothecary. Or if you make soaps or anything along those lines, you could use those this year. Make some soap for Yule and give it away as a gift. Hey, just throwing that down. You can have a harvest dinner with the abundance, of course, that we're harvesting from our fields or a potluck style feast with your frenzies, social distance style. 
You can do a nature walk. You can create a besom or a broomstick. You can also create a wand if you would like to. You can collect seeds from your plants from next year. For example, sunflowers, any, any of those types of things, or you know, um, pulling in your fruits as you are making your feast, save these seeds, dry them out for next year and, and put, give them a spell, an incantation that they'll stay nice and healthy over the winter and that they'll give you an amazing harvest and bounty in the next sowing season. Uh, let's see, repair your home for winter or a cornucopia, making a cornucopia for your altar, throwing in some nuts and seeds and grapes and apples and pumpkins. Oh my. Burn some pine and or sage with some smoke cleansing. Or create your own potpourri or a corn doll. Yeah, those are some quick things really, really easily to connect to your jam ola here this holiday season as we look at the new wheel turning into Maybon. Now, the rituals that I have to rock and roll, as we know, Maybun is the time to give thanks. So what would it look like to do a gratitude pouch? What's a gratitude pouch? Well, you write down everything you're thankful for, you know, and then at the end, thank you for blank, blank, blank. More, please. Thank you, more, please. You're going to need some apple skins, apple seeds, some herbs of your choice. I mentioned a couple earlier. Crystals of your choice and a pouch of choice. I have a burlap one that I'm going to be using this year. Your crystals, citrine, amethyst, rose, moonstone, hematite, anything that makes you feel grounded and great. And some herbs that you might want to use, sweet grass, cinnamon for prosperity, sage, clove, pine, chamomile, lavender. So mixing all of this radness together, you can do a, a spell or an incantation of gratitude, or you can just speak to all of the gratitude and infuse it into this mixture that you've made. And then put it into your, you know, bag, whatever you, your pouch of sorts, whatever you choose to use, along with the list that you are grateful for. And keep that with you as a reminder to always be positive on purpose and remember that we have always something to be thankful for every day. Another one that you could do would be a balance ritual to grab one black candle, one white candle, and of course a flame. Right into the black candle, what you want to eliminate, what is toxic, what doesn't serve you, boo. And then on the white candle with a pin or you know, a fork or a utensil of any kind, being safe, of course, on the white candle, what would you like to call forth? What do you deserve? What do you want to bring into your life and manifest? Whenever we are doing any light work or things along the lines of what we want to call in, if you're working with a new moon, you can then use that beautiful white candle. And if you're doing any shadow work, which during this Yuletide winter season that we're working into, it is time to look at the dark pieces of ourselves, our shadows, of course. Also with Samhain, we are looking at our shadows big time. So get ready for that coming up quick. Uh, and the black candle can be used and lit whenever you are doing shadow work. So you have a black candle and a white candle that you can use during different times while you are doing different things with very nice and clear intentions. So you can do the black and white balance ritual. But also to know, right, to keep them equal. That's what the balance is all about. Because a lot of us run away or distract ourselves from doing shadow work. Because it doesn't feel good. I get it. I've been doing it too, Pikachu. So making sure that your candles are equal throughout the next couple months, you know, getting those tall pillar candles so you can write a lot on it if you want to. The taller the candle, the more you can call in, the more you can rid yourself of. That's how I feel about it. Uh, but making sure that the black and the white candle are 
equal throughout the year until we get to the next turn of the year. Now, the next one could be a uh, apple. Grabbing an apple. Apple is the sign of wisdom. There's so much symbolism to an apple. And really infusing your gratitude into these apples. Lighting some candles, grabbing that apple and raising it to the sky to give bounty gratitude for your bounty, your harvest, for all of the things that you've received this year from last Maybon to now. Um, calling on your goddesses and deities, whoever you work with or the ones I mentioned earlier, calling on them. And, and you know, maybe you want to, on this in this time, include some cider or include a drink if you want to include a libation. That way you can toast as well to your health, to your abundance, to your prosperity, um, to the greater, greater good of the world. You know, raising the frequency and the vibration by saying thank you for the things that we've learned, for the things we received, for the things that we are being given now in this next phase and cycle of our lives. And, you know, once you toast to whatever it is that you feel like toasting to, leave the apple on your altar overnight. Uh, and then the rest of the cider or the libation or whatever it is that you're drinking, tea, it doesn't matter, water, pour that out, uh, preferably outside. <laughs> pour that out as one for the homies and give it as an offering to the earth that you are so grateful for at this time and always. And then when you are done with the apple on your altar, bury it along with a habit, a bad habit that you're trying to get rid of, along with something you're trying to rid yourself of. So bury that apple, bring it back into the earth, and and really reflect on what was planted and harvested. Um, what, what did you receive this year? What are you working towards? What did you accomplish? And really kind of step back and see everything that you've accomplished this year. Because I feel like as human doings, we, we don't get to connect to the human being enough. So I would like for you to see and be exactly who you are in this moment and, and really give yourself credit. Give yourself a clap back, a little clap on the back for, um, you know, showing up for yourself this year and creating and doing and being and having uh, more and better because you can do and be and have better whenever you do work on yourself. So let's not run away from the work this shadow season. Let's do some stuff for ourselves. Let's really, really dig in deep to our shadow selves. And now that we have the balance between this light and dark, really working with what do we want to release, what toxic things are getting in our way, and finally getting rid of the shit. You know what I'm saying? I know you do. I know you do. That really, ladies and gents, sisters and misters, all my witches and wizards, is what I have for you today in the autumn equinox. I absolutely enjoy your presence. Thank you so much for being here with us or with me. Thank you for being a part of the Magic MF community. Uh, I appreciate and love all of the energy that I receive. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks for sharing this with your sisters and misters and all of your witches and wizards. I will be back next time for the full moon in Aries coming up soon. But until then, keep making your magic. Keep sharing exactly who you are. Speak your truth. Be genuine and be loved. And know that you are truly, truly a part of the collective. And we are all raising the frequency and the vibration of this collective together. Thank you so much magicmf.com. Please feel free to reach out and say hi. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media jam holas. Thank you so much, ladies and gents. I will see you very, very soon for the Aries Full Moon.